You are now tuned in to the Healing Hot Girl podcast, made for women who are finally giving themselves permission to show up as the women they always knew they could be. If you're here, that means you're ready for an upgrade. So without further ado, let's get into this episode. Hey, Healing Hot Girls, and welcome back to the next episode of the podcast. Y'all, so it's 2.24 a.m. and I'm filming this episode. I want to talk to y'all about people-pleasing. People-pleasing is something that I discovered when I first started my healing journey, and I hadn't realized that I was a people-pleaser until about eight months ago. I actually made a YouTube video on it, and I was calling myself a people-pleaser in remission. And I can fully admit that even after knowing that I was a people-pleaser, I did not start taking changes until I started my D&D era. And I know it's like, girl, what? You? You know, I, I, t- I preach so much about setting boundaries and... um taking a stand and just making sure that you're making time for your peace of mind. But honestly, I feel like I did some of those things, but I didn't like fully immerse myself in the shift. So I may have let a few people slide here. I'm like, oh, this my this my cousin. She could come on in. You know, she don't have to abide by the rules. But no, I'm applying this to everybody now. And I see a difference in my mental health. I see a difference in the conversations that I have or entertain, I'm just seeing a huge difference. And it's really helping me a lot to understand myself, to understand the people around me better. And, you know, just what I want in my space more. So I want to tell you five hard truths I've discovered as a people pleaser in remission, that is because people pleasing is done. (laughs) Okay. So the first thing being that some people thrive off you not knowing your worth. This was um, a rude awakening for me because I feel like coming up, I always wanted to see the world as this beautiful, kind place. I didn't think that anything bad happened here. And I just thought that everybody had good intentions. It wasn't until like my first argument with my best friend (laughs) that I realized that people can flip on you in an instant and then when it came to like applying it to people not knowing your worth I got older and more recently it's like you know people want you to overextend or people expect you to be there and because you're usually there when you're not it's kind of like a rude awakening it's kind of like a whoa what what the f moment and I'm learning that that's okay you know, like those moments are okay. You don't have to always be there. You don't have to always pick up the phone. You don't always have to make space if you don't necessarily have space. And the people who have a problem with the fact that you're taking time for yourself, I don't think they're the people for you. I told y'all in a previous episode that you can either cut the people off or you can place them accordingly. And again, that's the space where I am now. So this next gem is something that I wish I had learned sooner. So this is you're not obligated to respond to people as soon as your phone pings. So me personally, the kind of person I am, I feel like if I want a response immediately, I need to respond immediately. But sometimes there are situations where you don't have the mental capacity to take on what someone else needs to dish out right now. Because I left so much room for people to just sprawl anything on me at any given moment without asking questions like, do you have the mental capacity to take this on right now? Do you have space for me, sis? Or do you have the space to just listen? Because I didn't really 
you know, encourage those questions to be asked before having a conversation. That just, you know, gave people the okay. So like, okay, she did this before. This is what we're used to. I mean, this is what usually happens. I can just call and dish and I know that Kai will be there to listen. But sometimes Kai has a lot going on in her world. And a lot of times Kai doesn't share what's going on in her world. And I also want to encourage all my people pleasers to start speaking up about what's going on in your world. Sometimes you have a lot going on and it is okay to lean in your village to ask for help. It is okay to let your village know, okay, I can't really take anything else on right now. I still love y'all, but I am just honed in and focused on me. Um, I had a few of those conversations uh, about a few weeks ago. And if the people are for you, they'll be understanding. For the most part, those were the responses that I got. So I really just want to encourage all my people pleasers in remission to do something like this. Anyways, back to, you know, getting on topic. So yeah, I was big on responding immediately, answering phone calls immediately and not thinking about, you know, the state of mind that I was in, what the conversation would do to my mood, whatever I thought the conversation might happen. Because it's like, you know, when certain people call, you already know when you hear the girl or says, can I tell you, girl, let me tell you. Or girl, why did this man, you know, you already know the direction the conversation is going to go in. And if you're not ready to have that conversation in that moment, you don't have to. You're not obligated to. I know it sounds weird because it's like, then who is she going to call? Like, you know, and, and that's not your problem. I love my friends dearly, <laughs> but sometimes that is not your problem. If you personally cannot take that on right now, they should be understanding to that, right? Next, one of the hardest truths I had to understand is that not everybody is going to like you and that you have to be okay with that. Now, listen, <laughs> I grew up wanting everybody to like me. When people didn't like me, I would jump through hoops, overextend myself in trying to find ways to get them to like me. And it's like, if they don't like me, that's fine. Maybe I'm champagne and you like coffee. Maybe I'm Bartonura and you like Alizé. Listen, that's your business, babe. I'm really trying to continue practicing not to internalize everything, but I want to make sure that I'm not internalizing everything and overanalyzing right so staying out of the loop and understanding like people have their own stuff going on people have whatever they have I mean I childhood trauma issues especially like when people don't do the work you don't know what they're carrying so for me it was like okay people not liking you is not necessarily your problem and it's not your job to try and force them to like you if they don't like you that's on them as long as you like you, as long as you love the person you see when you look in the mirror, as long as you make yourself feel loved and empowered and confident, you're good. The next thing is overextending yourself. I feel like I mentioned this a few times, but overextending yourself is a no-go for me. I noticed that a lot of my overextending was done with people who did not treat me good. And I felt like, you know, that middle school girl who wanted everybody to like her. I feel like I went back to her that carried over into my adulthood because it's like, oh, I don't feel like um, this person likes me much or I don't feel like I get a certain amount of praise as the next person when it comes when it comes to this person speaking up about it. 
for me, I just was seeking approval. I was seeking validation. I was seeking praise. I was seeking validation from people who did not treat me good, but I was also seeking validation from people who were seeking validation from other people, (laughs) you know? So it's like, I'm trying to jump through hoops to people please you, and you trying to jump through hoops to people please other people. So at the end of the day, none of us are really pleasing ourselves. It, it was a cycle for me and that I had to realize like, bro, you can get off the roller coaster. Like you can choose to love yourself. You can choose to invest in yourself. You can choose yourself. You can do whatever you want to do. Legit, you know, and because I do that, I feel like I shine more because I do that. I feel like I naturally gravitate people because I do that. I feel like I'm more authentically me like I relate to the girls who are like me because I'm more me my favorite affirmation I'm sorry y'all but my favorite affirmation is anytime I show up as myself I give the next girl room to show up as herself authentically wholeheartedly flaws and all okay (laughs) so I really had to you know understand that you overextending is not helping the situation it's not helping you and you need to stop lastly y'all I feel like I touched on this a little bit earlier, but when you start speaking up and changing things, not everyone is going to like it or mess with you the same. This is where the weeds are being plucked. When you start making shifts to better yourself, when you start making shifts of self-improvement, not everybody is going to understand this and not everybody is going to be okay with this. And it's not meant for them too. If they don't understand it or if they are bothered by it, that's on them. It's not meant for you to jump back into the people pleaser hole and figure out how you can solve their problem. I now see a difference in my interactions with people. I have people who I've spoken to where it's like, I'm like, hey, I'm focusing on me. That doesn't mean I love you any less. I just may not reach out as much because I'm really honed in and I'm trying to invest in me. They're like, oh my God, I completely understand. I'm in the same boat. Da, 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 da. You have other responses where it's like, um, I completely understand. Take your time. Um, I'll continue to check in this, that, and the third. Or you may have other people like, oh, what do you mean? What caused this? Like, what, why did you, why do you feel you have to do that? You'll, you'll see when you get to this point in your journey, you'll see the responses that you get and it'll be like, huh, you know, this, I'm noticing that this is different. So The goal is for you to continue on the path. It's not meant for you to go back to people pleasing because people don't appreciate the growth. The whole point of this journey is for you to grow. If you're not growing, then you're doing something wrong, love. Okay. So yeah, I just wanted to tell you guys those five hard truths that I discovered and how I got through or actually how I got like through this entire process. And I'm not even through it completely because I'm still a work in progress, but it's really all about taking it one day at a time. Even still, it's just kind of like a shocker to me because it's like I would have never thought that I would be, you know, holding on to my energy the way that I am. I'm just doing what's best for me now. You know, I would have never thought to be in this space like this is just this is literally tremendous growth from where I was before. You know, it happened because I took it one day at a time. Um, And the last thing that helped me get to this point is trusting that I'm doing this for me trusting my gut understanding the idea that if me pouring into my cup is a problem for you then you're not for me so 
Yeah, these are just a few harsh truths that I discovered as a people pleaser in remission. I'm very happy that I can share this on this platform. And if you are a people pleaser in remission, I want to encourage you to stay the course, continue setting boundaries, continue speaking up for yourself, continue leaning on your village, y'all, letting people know what's going on with you because if you don't tell them, they will not know. With all that being said, I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Don't forget that hot girls need healing too, but that's okay because that's what we're here for. I love y'all. I'll see y'all next week.